Welcome to the I Have ADHD podcast, where it's all about education, encouragement, and coaching for adults with ADHD. I'm your host, Kristen Carter, and I have ADHD. Let's chat about the frustrations, humor, and challenges of adulting, relationships, working, and achieving with this neurodevelopmental disorder. I'll help you understand your unique brain, unlock your potential, and move from point A to point B. Hey, what's up? This is Kristen Carter, and you're listening to the I Have ADHD podcast, episode number 118. I am medicated. I am caffeinated. I am ready to roll. I am back at you today with a solo show. I cannot wait. We're going to get right into it. It's going to be short, sweet, super impactful. This idea has been brewing in my brain for several weeks, and it's high time that I share it with you. Today, we're talking about the ADHD penalty. The ADHD penalty is the self-inflicted punishment that we feel obligated to enact upon ourselves because of our ADHD shortcomings. And listen, I think this episode just might change your life. I see my clients, clients at all levels, constantly feeling obligated to penalize themselves because of their ADHD symptoms. And I'm here to advocate on behalf of all of us. Please, please stop. It's not helping. It's not working. It's not useful. So I'm going to start out by giving you a couple examples of what I am referring to and what I am calling the ADHD penalty. Okay, so first example, you're at work. Your coworkers have been waiting on you to finish up a project. Now, you've procrastinated and you've delayed getting it done and it's late, okay? And now that it's late, you have this thought like, shoot, it's late, so I need to make it even better. I need to make it more perfect to make up for the fact that it's late. So you make something that's hard even harder. You apply a penalty to yourself. Now, I would have done it just like at a B-plus level last week if it was on time, but now that I'm late, it has to be A-plus work, and so I'm applying a penalty to myself to make up for it. I'm making something that's hard even harder. Here's another example. You're on the phone with your sister, and you like kind of wake up and realize, like, shoot, I just spent the last 15 minutes talking excessively about myself. So even though it's time for you to get off the phone and leave for an appointment, you have this thought that you need to make up for talking about yourself so much. You have this feeling of guilt, this pang of like, oh man. So you start engaging her in a conversation about herself, right? You're late to your appointment because of this. Your whole day is thrown off. So you have the thought, shoot, I just talked about myself. Now, before I get off the phone, I have to make sure that she has a chance to talk about herself or else what? I don't know, but we need to apply that penalty to ourselves. And so I'm just going to be late to my appointment. My whole day is thrown off. Third example, you're an entrepreneur who leads a team, but you're afraid to hold your team accountable to their tasks because you know that you struggle with getting things done. And because you struggle with time management, you don't feel that you have the right to hold someone else accountable for their time management, and so you don't, and so nothing gets done. 
Okay, so I hope that at least one of these examples was relatable to you. And these are just really simple ways to illustrate how we apply this ADHD penalty to ourselves. Do you see it? Do you see it? I'm curious. Where do you notice that you apply the ADHD penalty to yourself? Where is it showing up in your own life? Now, I want to reiterate that this penalty is self-inflicted. We notice that our symptoms had led to us acting in a way that we're not proud of. We feel insecure or guilt or shame about it, and then we penalize ourselves as a way to try to people please and make up for it, okay? The penalty or this obsessive need to make up for our symptoms often leads us to have no boundaries or very loose boundaries. It leads us to people please. It leads us to give our time away to other people when we don't want to. It leads us to say yes when we want to say no. It leads us to accommodate when we don't really have capacity to do so. It leads us to constantly being in reactive mode instead of having authority over our lives and the ability to design the way we want our lives to look, the life of our dreams. This penalty always ends up making our lives harder. And in many ways, it ends up exacerbating our symptoms even further. It's like this vicious cycle that many of you are on. And I hope that my words today inspire you to hop off of this self-defeating hamster wheel, okay? Now, what's really interesting, I usually write out my podcasts. Um, I've done it a bunch of ways, and right now I'm pretty much like writing it out so I can have all of my thoughts gathered before I start recording. And I had to pause the writing of this episode to meet with a one-on-one client who I absolutely adore. She's a developmental psychologist. She has a PhD. She went to Harvard. Her company created nearly a million dollars in revenue in 2020. Like she's a total badass and I love working with her. And you know what she told me today? Here's what she said. She said, my time is not my own. I'm constantly people-pleasing. I'm overly accommodating and I'm doing all of this to make up for the fact that I'm late and I'm flighty and I am forgetful. Hear it. Hear me, hear me, hear me. She's overly accommodating to make up for the fact that she's late and flighty and forgetful. She's applying the ADHD penalty to herself and the result is that her time is not her own. So my loves, I want you to know that no matter where you are in your life, no matter what your status is, if you don't stop penalizing yourself for your ADHD symptoms, you're going to spend your life doing the never-ending and always exhausting work of trying to make up for those symptoms. So like now what? What do we do? If you're interested in stopping... I have a solution for you. (laughs) The key is to simply accept yourself as a human with ADHD. I know this is the part where like some of you are rolling your eyes. You're like, again, we're talking about acceptance, Kristen, what in the world? But like really all roads lead back to self-acceptance. This tendency to penalize ourselves is born out of a lack of self-acceptance. 
So if you notice yourself trying to make up for and over-accommodate because of your obnoxious ADHD symptoms, it's a really good indicator that you haven't fully accepted yourself as a human with ADHD. You've not embraced that you are a person who has a neurological and developmental condition that has been genetically wired into you. It's as genetic as height and hair color, okay? It's who you are. You are forgetful. You are time blind. You are impulsive. You struggle to regulate your emotions. You lack self-awareness probably. And you are a fully valuable, worthy, lovable human who is still entitled to boundaries and preferences and leadership and support and self-care. Like both can be true at the same time. You can be flawed and you can still be deserving of boundaries and love and value and self-care, okay? So I think that what we do is we say, because of my symptoms and because these flaws are obnoxious and because they impact other people, I am not deserving of love and boundaries and preferences and leadership and support and self-care. Okay, Uh, but could we just stop with that line of thinking because it is, it's just really not a helpful way to think, all right? Instead, yes, I am flawed. Yes, these symptoms are annoying. Yes, they impact other people and I can still create boundaries and I can still speak what my preferences are and I can still lead with authority and I can still implement support and I am worthy of self-care. Whew, preaching. Okay, now I'm going to pause here and speak directly to any of you who might be thinking, well, like, does this mean that we never improve? Are you saying that we shouldn't even try? And no, that's not what I'm saying at all. And I have millions of episodes on how to improve, but that's just not the point of this episode, okay? The point of this episode is that you don't have to penalize yourself for your ADHD symptoms. That's the whole point of this episode, okay? The point of this episode is to communicate to you that you can be a human with ADHD who exhibits symptoms that are annoying and inconvenient and even harmful sometimes to other people. And you can be fully valuable as you are, worthy of all of the love and boundaries and support and care with no need to make up for anything, Now, if you do notice that you penalize yourself when your symptoms present themselves, I invite you to take a quick second to evaluate whether or not it's actually working. Is the penalty working? Has it given you a net positive result? Now, sure, you may be appeasing other people, but are you moving your life in the direction that you want it to go? Is your life feeling like your own? Do you feel as though you are living with authority? My guess is if you are constantly penalizing yourself, the answer to those questions is no. So instead of penalizing yourself, why not acknowledge the harm done and then do what needs to be done to repair that harm? See, we penalize ourselves from this need to hide our flaws. So from the examples that I shared earlier, like the employee, if the report 
is perfect, if I can make it perfect, even though it's late, my coworkers won't be mad at me because it's overdue. They'll overlook the fact that it's late because it's such a brilliant report. Or if I'm talking to my sister on the phone and I let her talk about herself, she won't notice that I spent so much time talking about myself. Yes, my whole day is thrown off. Yes, I'm late to my appointment. Yes, I, you know, I'm not able to complete what I wanted to do today, but at least I hid the fact or disguised the fact that I, you know, overshared about myself. Okay? Or for the entrepreneur. If I don't hold my team accountable for their deadlines, then they won't tell me that I totally suck at time management. And so if I'm not pointing out their, you know, any flaws that they have or inconsistencies, then they won't point out mine. And this is all shame-based, fear-based, wanting to pretend that we're not as flawed as we are, wanting to hide, wanting to not be exposed as the flawed humans that we are, right? But my friends, we are flawed. (laughs) Guys, 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 we're flawed, right? Our symptoms are annoying. Sometimes we do cause harm. And instead of hiding it and penalizing yourself from a place of shame or guilt or self-loathing and then trying to make up for it and people please and lose control of our lives... Instead, we could just acknowledge it, accept it, own it, and when necessary, repair any harm done. So in the examples I listed earlier, the employee at work whose team is waiting on them to complete the project, that's you. You go to your coworkers and you say, hey, I know that I'm late on this project and I know it's made your life harder and I'm sorry. I've asked so-and-so for help. I'm going to get it to you ASAP. Or if you're on the phone with your sister and you notice like, shoot, I've just been talking about myself forever and it's time for me to leave. You say something like, hey, I realize that I have to leave for an appointment and I know I've been talking about myself a lot today. I love you so much and I really do want to know more about your life and how you're doing. I'm going to call you on my way home. And then you set a reminder to call her later. Or the entrepreneur leading a team. You say to your staff like, hey, I know I'm late on stuff, but that's literally why I hired you. I have ADHD. I need to be the most high maintenance person on this team. (laughs) I'm allowed to be late on deadlines. You're not, okay? Your job is to support me and get things done on time and make up for where I am lacking. And that last example, pretty much a direct quote of how I talk to my team, okay? I acknowledge my weaknesses. I'm not hiding them. I know that my ADHD traits are annoying and a lot of times it makes their job harder. I get it. It is 100% a fact. But I have decided to resist or to ignore or to allow the urge to grovel or people please to make up for it, okay? I'm literally paying them money to help me when I'm procrastinating and to get things done on time because I know I can't. And they know it too because I've been very clear, all right? Like from the moment that we had our first interview, what I say to them is, hey, I have ADHD. 
I need support. I'm going to have amazing ideas and I'm going to have amazing strengths. And also I'm going to struggle with procrastination and avoidance of things that I hate. And I'm going to need you to help me to get them done. So they're clear about their roles because I'm clear about who I am, what my weaknesses are, and what I need. And just shout out to my team. They do such an amazing job at supporting me. I'm so grateful to them because I know it's not easy supporting someone with ADHD. And, you know, like I'm great. I know there are perks to working for me. Like I'm fun. I'm a good time. I have really good ideas. And especially like this work is so rewarding. So anyone on my team is helping to change and impact thousands of lives in the ADHD community. But I know that supporting someone with ADHD is probably no picnic, right? But here's the thing. The point here is that every minute of every day, I am doing the uncomfortable work of accepting myself. And I'm inviting you to do the same. This is not a once and done exercise. We don't just get to like arrive at a destination of self-acceptance. This is daily, sometimes minute by minute work. This is every time you feel shame, every time you feel defensive, every time you realize you've screwed up, every single time you lose your keys or you forget to go to the store or you're late on an assignment. It's an opportunity to accept yourself, acknowledge any harm that may have been done, repair it if necessary, and then move on, right? If you can do this, if you can stop applying the ADHD penalty to yourself, you will realize that your life, although it is still uncomfortable, it does get a lot easier. Accomplishing your goals gets a lot easier. Getting things done on time actually is a lot easier because you're not penalizing yourself all the time. You're not making something that's hard even harder. You're not making a relationship that's difficult even more difficult. You're taking off the penalty. Is it still raw and life and frustrating and difficult? Of course, none of us get to escape that. But what we do get to escape when we stop applying that penalty to ourselves is the extra added layer of trying to make up for our flaws that are actually just symptoms of ADHD. Soon, my next podcast that's brewing is an episode about, well, like, what if other people don't accept my flaws? I want you to know that I know that's a thing. I want you to know that, like, I I get that that needs to be talked about too. That's a different episode, and we will get to that. What happens when I start to accept myself, but other people don't? That's an important conversation that we do need to have. But for now, I want you to really consider what might happen if you were to stop penalizing yourself. So next time you screw up and you have the urge to make up for it, to appease the other person, instead, take a deep breath. Sit with the discomfort of the reality of having ADHD. Acknowledge any harm done. Repair that if necessary and move on with your day. All right. 
that's it for today. I can't wait to talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Hey, ADHDer, I see you. I know exactly what it's like to feel lost, confused, frustrated, and like no one out there really understands the way that your brain works. That's why I created Focused. Focused is my monthly coaching program where I lead you through a step-by-step process of understanding yourself, feeling better, and creating the life that you know you're meant for. You'll study, be coached, grow, and make amazing changes alongside of other educated professional adults with ADHD from all over the world. Visit IHaveADHD.com slash focused to learn more.